iTunes presents Meet the Filmmaker at the Apple Store. Good evening, Apple Store Soho. How is everybody feeling this evening? Awesome. Usually I don't get the woos on the first question, but that was great. I got a lot of woos. I'm happy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Queen Latifah Common and this evening's guest moderator, Donna Friedkin of USA Today. that Queen Latifah was my very, very first entertainment interview when I worked at CNN. And I remember I was so nervous and my hands were shaking and you could not have been nicer. And at that time, I thought everyone I would interview would be as nice as you. And had I known it was otherwise, <laughs> I might have become a mechanic. So, so apropos of absolutely nothing. But you guys, talk about what inspired the movie. First of all, you're the producer also. So how did this all come about? Um, well, we wanted to create a film that was... Uh that had romance and comedy and sexiness, but at the same time wasn't just the chick flick. So it had the element of basketball to keep it exciting. And you know, we wanted to have, we, want, we also wanted to show an NBA player in a different light than what t people stereotypically think that they are all about, which is basketball and chicks, mm -hmm. you know? So um, we wanted to create a, a character that had a lot more levels to, to who he was and show him as a human. That would be that guy. <laughs> And he's so ugly. Why'd you cast him? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's so I untalented, should've really considered ugly, it. like really bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> Untalented's not even a word, but you know. Exactly. <laughs> well, did you guys write the part with him in mind? No, but it was just odd that, you know, once we, once the script was done, it really, he, you know, Common has a lot of those very same characteristics as Scott McKnight. So he really was our front runner, our first choice for who we really wanted to play that role even though I made him ask me for it a few times. <laughs> I had to mess with him. But he, it definitely was the, the right role for him. So how did you come to play this guy? I mean, did you have to go to training camp? Did you, how'd you, how'd you become about an NBA player? Well, in many ways, I think this role was written for me, even though the, the writer didn't know he was writing it for me. Because I know from what Latifah and Shaquem had done, I think this was a project they had been cooking up for a while, and they had the script. But when I got a chance to read the character or read the script and I saw the character, I was like, this guy is, he embodies so many things that I feel like I bring, which is a sensitivity and a certain quality, but it's still masculine. And, you know, with him being a ball player, it was like I played my basketball my whole life. So that was part of my training for the movie. It was just basically just like rekindling the fire, me getting out there every day and working, working hard at my game. So it was a lot of training in that way and a couple of, you know, a little physical training too and trying to eat good and all that but you know besides those physical things it was just mentally getting in the space so how'd you get in the space well i started i started um hooking up with some of my friends who i know from the nba like baron davis i kind of just shadowed him and picked his brain about different things um really tried to get every nuance i could about an nba player i talked to Dwayne wade too who plays for the miami heat and rajan rondo and from, from picking up from those dudes, I just developed, I saw what Scott McKnight was from the script and I said, man, this, I did all that to basically find out he's a lot like me regardless. And, and I took whatever elements I could from what I got from them and said, okay, this is who Scott McKnight is. And, and just my character came alive at a certain point. And I gotta ask you, you're from Jersey, so it was a foregone conclusion this would be the Jersey Nets or? 
Um, that, that, that was it? Not necessarily, actually. This, this movie kind of moved around a few times. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be in um, Chicago and then Miami and, and, then, um, and then here. And then here, you know, we wanted the, the Nets organization because uh, once we got the NBA to sanction everything that they wanted to be involved with it, the Nets was the really first organization to step up and out of our local teams and really be able to, to accommodate us in all of the ways that we needed it, access to their, you know, to their arena, to their trainers, to their athletes, you know, to really make sure that the, um, the NBA things came across believable. Now, did you always plan to star in it? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was definitely written for me, um, created for me, but... Um, I was hoping that we could hurry up and make it happen because we kind of wrote this thing about five years ago. So I'm like, okay, in a minute, I don't buy me in this role, so we, we better get it going. And fortunately, we were able to make it happen at Fox Searchlight. Now, one of the cool things about the movie is that a woman's directing it, which you don't see a lot in sports movies. What, how did that happen? Um, well, when we gave, um, you know, we, we had a few directors looking at the script. We just felt like Senna's take on it and the style that she wanted to shoot it in um, was right on point with what we wanted. We wanted it to look polished and sophisticated. We wanted all the, you know, the luxurious things to really look look luxurious to, for the for the not so expensive things to look not so expensive, but for it to look really good. So, she just had the best take on how to make that all possible, um, and she also had a great way that she wanted to shoot all of the basketball scenes. So she was able to convince us that the way that she was going to do it, it would come out looking really really right, and it did. Now you guys have great chemistry in the movie. Did you have? Did you instantly click when you met, or did you have to kind of? Was there a rehearsal process? Kind of take me through that. Yeah, once I mean I had to work with this guy for a little bit. He was he was a little difficult, kind of a diva, you know. But showing up four hours once late. Once we chipped away at the ego, yeah. no, I'm just playing. <laughs> As you, you know, the, the the comment that you see has always been a great yeah. guy. We've known each other for quite a while, and and so and we've always we we've, we've been friends. So it was not very difficult to to make sure that that chemistry played on screen because he really is an enjoyable person to be around. And Paula Patton as well, we knew, we knew each other. We, we've known each other for years as well. So um, it really wasn't a stretch for us to make it happen on screen. You can add to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was, you know, for, like Latifah said, we definitely had a chemistry, but you know, being with this beautiful lady every day was a good, good thing for me. I was like, yes, I had a fun time and, and also, I think at certain points during the course of me, this being my first leading role and the responsibility that it took, I think it was times that Latifah just made sure that I was straight. And whether that was a little push sometimes or whether it was like, come on, you could do this, I got it, you know, I got you too, you know. So it was it was that support that kind of created what was already there, but it was almost like the dynamics of the character in certain ways because, you know, it was times that Scott McKnight needed that push in a hard way, so she threw the ice on him, and then it was times where you could feel the soft elements and the, and the chemistry and the love that, that, that exists between them. How much pressure did you feel playing an NBA player? I, fe I mean, to get it real. I felt, I felt like I can do it. I, I, in my mind, I think I'm an NBA player anyway. Like, I feel, <laughs> like that's, you know, you can't tell me I can't play against Dwayne Wade at all them. I, you see it on the screen, it is what it is. You know, that, there ain't no camera tricks, you understand? <laughs> But, uh, but now, nah, you know, it was a little pressure, but the more pressure with my mother calling me saying, this is it, this movie is it for you. So I was like, oh man, okay. Like, I mean, oh you know, because you know when people say this is it, this, is, this could be, you know, you kind of, before you do it, you don't want that type of pressure. But you know what? 
I've dealt with pressure through through the hip hop industry, pressure coming from Chicago, pressures in life. So, you know, it's just one of those things you overcome and you just feel like, man, I, I can take on anything, any challenge that comes my way. And what kind of producer are you? Are you tough? Are you are you are you gentle? <laughs> She's hardcore. <laughs> um, no, nah, we. You know what? For me, the way I look at um, filmmaking is that it's a team effort. It's a true team effort. And whether I'm a producer on a talk show or on a TV show, what I, I realize that you can't you can't do these things by yourself. You really have to motivate people to want to work as a team to get it done. And when you're shooting with a not a very big budget and you have a short amount of time to get something done, it's really important that everybody stays as much on the same page mm -hmm. as possible because we work in 14 to 18-hour days, everybody pretty much. So, you know, it, you get tired and you want to make sure that the crew and your cast and, and your director and everybody, you know, feels okay. But um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a team, so I'm not alone in this. My partner, Shaq Kim, is there. 100%. Deborah Martin Chase was our partner as well. So we had a we had a nice little team um, making things happen on the set. But for myself, acting in a film as well as producing a film is it was important for me to do as much as I could around um, the time when I'm not on screen. And when it's time for me to be an actor, I have to take that producing hat off and just focus on acting and not worry about that. I know my partners have it, so I don't really you know get get too deep into all of that. I'll let them take care of all of the problems and I'll just go to work in, in front of the camera. Is it I tough though? To, oh, God, sorry. I want to say too, I, I, I could recall a day where um, Latifah came and just, and even though like she said, it's a team effort, but she came and gathered the team together and gave everybody a pep talk and it just was like what we needed. Mm -hmm. It just showed that leadership, you know, and I, and I picked up on it myself and was like, this is what it takes. I mean, sometimes it's the director, sometimes it's, you know, I never really seen a producer do it, but with Latifah being a producer and also just a person that people look to for that type of leadership, I guess she was just, man, she came and did it. And I think everybody from the crew down to the cast felt, and the directors and everybody felt a certain comfort and a certain determination when she did that. So, I mean, I think she performed well as a producer slash, obviously, an actress. She's incredible, so. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and my question you're to you was, kind. how how challenging is it for you to step away from being a producer when you're when you're essentially like playing every role in the movie? In the um, it's not really challenging at all. It's really you know I have to just kind of get back in my space and get back in my zone and you know decompress for a minute and, and check out of that other section. So it just takes a few minutes of quiet in my trailer for me to sort of concentrate and make sure that I'm really in the body of Leslie Wright, not mm -hmm. Queen Latifah, not Dana Owens, mm -hmm. not the person who has photo shoots on the weekends or, or you know, meetings coming up. I don't think about any of that. I, I, I mentally block all of that out of my mind just to really make sure I'm giving the character 100%. For each of you, what were the challenges and the, the, the best parts of playing Scott and Leslie? Well, one of the biggest challenges for me playing my character, Scott McKnight, was like I was so used to uh, when I worked on characters going far away from me or trying to really be like, okay, this dude is a completely different guy from me. Because I, when, I when I look on the screen, I don't like to see myself. I want to see the character. But this character was so close to me that I, I kind of went all the way around to get back. And I can remember it was even times Latifah was like, look, just let it flow or just be natural with it. And, I, you know, I wasn't at times able to embrace that yet because I was like, man, it almost was like too easy to be natural, you know, to, to do that. Like, but I mean, so I just 
had the, the hardest thing was really realizing that you gotta allow certain things just to flow and allow the character to come out. If he if he's like Common or Rashid, then just let it be. Yeah. And what about you? The challenge for me was keeping my hands off him. <laughs> like, look, y'all, come on. I'm like, I would have to stop. I'm trying to not, Scott McKnight, don't watch him so much. I'm like, he's just dreamy. Look at him. So, and he's nah, nice too. That was, he's very nice. Um, the challenges I think really were number one, just setting the movie up and getting a, finding a home for it, and then um, really just making everything work behind the scenes as as a team. Um, as far as the character. It was a lot of fun to play this character. So I don't, you know, I, the only thing I usually would try to do is make sure my energy is up and, and that, you know, no matter how long the hours are, we, we're getting that energy out of it and, and the, the charm, the, the relationship between Leslie and Scott and Leslie and Morgan is able to follow its path and grow along this journey because you see some, you see, you see the relationship grow. And it's really lo lovely to watch. Um, but I just wanted to make sure that that was there and um, that we were able to get a, the great cast that we did. I mean, Felicia Rashad plays his mom in the film and that's Claire Huxtable for God's sakes. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, if, if anything was hard to, and Pam Greer plays my mom and James Pickens plays my dad, I'm like looking at people who I've admired all my life who are in a film that we're doing and it's hard sometimes to not look and say, man, that's Claire Huxtable right there. You know what I mean? I think people think sometimes when you're working in Hollywood for so long that you don't realize that, you know, what you do. Like, sometimes you really have to pinch yourself when you realize you're in the same room as, as Foxy Brown. You know what I mean? As Coffee, <laughs> who's kicking butt in the 70s, you know what I mean, in the 80s. And so it's, that was the, 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 the fun part, the challenge of, like, not to make sure I was staying in character and not just work, focusing on them. Well, touching a little bit on what you said earlier, how tough is it to get a movie like this off the ground? Um, it was it's interesting. The movie itself, um, it, it only became more difficult to get off the ground because it was at Disney initially. And it, this movie had been, had been green lit twice already. Initially, we had some budget issues because our budget was a lot higher than what I think they were able to support. And then we had an entire regime change at Disney. So it kind of got caught up over there and we got it back. And once we got it back, it, it really took no time to get it set up, it, a matter of months, because we just kind of shopped it around a little bit and Fox was on it immediately. So once we were able to make everything make sense and um, thank you to the state of New York for the tax credits, <laughs> for helping us, uh, you know, for donating some to the pot and we were able to really get this done. So thanks to the film commissioner. But um, that was really all it was, was working out everything kind of behind the scenes. And, and that didn't take very long once we had the script back in our hands. Well, I don't want to hog the stage here. And I assume you all have some questions. So we let her rip. microphone. Just raise your hand. We have a mic. We'll come to you with the microphone. Right here. Hello. Oh, sorry. I love Hi. you both. But Queen, you're my idol. I love you. How um, I could relate to Leslie, I feel like she is me with the hoopty and everything, with the basketball <laughs> players. I play basketball. Oh, nice. How crucial do you think it is to have these roles in this film where, for me, I see you, I see myself, mm -hmm. and you don't get to see that, and we're both students, and it's so hard going to class and not having much for us that's positive that we want to represent. 
So how crucial, and I love what you guys are doing. Are you crying? Yeah. I can't really see you, but, you know, I can. I was like, it's just starting to fall apart over there. <laughs> I can't take seeing nobody cry. Thank you. <laughs> you done broke me down up here. And my makeup looking all jacked up on the TV screens and all that. Um, <laughs> uh, I might have to charge you. You know what I mean? Look, you can might go not let me go. Over there. Okay. <laughs> um, for me, it was um, it is important to have these kinds of roles, and just like with. Cover Girl or something or Queen Collection. It's it's important for me to create things or be a part of things that are accessible to the masses, to the everyday woman. And so to me, Leslie is that same kind of character. She's accessible to the everyday woman. I think everyday women can relate to her because she's hardworking, determined. She kind of thick in the thigh. You know what I mean? And she has a really great heart. You know what I mean? What you? So. So it was like, to me, I like seeing characters like that. And she's a strong woman with some morals. And things aren't always easy for her, but she kind of stays her course. And I think it, were, it pays off for her. So I, think, I just think regular women can relate to Leslie. And I think it's great to have that kind of character on screen. Positive role. Well, how important is it for you as a producer to create those characters? I mean, is that kind of a driving point for you? That's definitely something that Flavor Unit, uh, that we're, we, we would like to be about, something that, to create positive films um, with African Americans in them. Um, because often we are not depicted the way we should be. And w if we have the power to create those roles and, and create these, these stories, then we should be able to you know, tell these stories the way we really know they are, not just you know, some, once again, stereotypical version of what... And we're all very different, and that's, that's something you need to see as well. So I like to see all the different stories told. We have another question to your right over here. Hi, um, I don't. The, going back on what you just said about positive films, um, my mom does foster care, and for years she's taken our entire family to go see her films, and we have a big multicultural family. Oh, wow. And I just, I wanted to know how you felt about influencing kids, because I know a lot of times the kids we have, they've had really rough childhood, and I know that they see in you somebody, you know, like a really good role model. And, you know, so thank you for that because it really has been helpful to our family in a way. That's, that's cool. Um, you know, when I, uh, when I first started in the business, I thought this role model thing was definitely not for me because I see myself as a, a faulty person. You know, I make mistakes and I, I fall on my face. I get back up, but I definitely will fall down sometimes. And I worried about the pressures of people looking at me and expecting to be like me when I know I'm going to make mistakes. But I've really come to appreciate um, the type of career that I've developed because I've had the opportunity to really affect people in a positive way. And like I have a book coming out soon um, called Put On Your Crown. And me being able to share those, share my stories about the mistakes that I've made and the tough times I've been through and the great times that I've been through and how I've been doing it is, is a testimony for me to share with other people. And I think it, by making my mistakes and dusting myself off and trying again, it only helps me relate more to what other people go through. So 
I'm very thankful for it because I can use it now for good. You know, I can use it to really, you know, raise money for charities or, you know, show up and just, just compliment somebody and make their day, you know, sometimes. So that, to me, is, is a, is, it's a great thing. Common, do you feel like a role model? Yeah, yeah, I actually do feel like a role model. When I started off, I just wanted to be heard as a as an MC. Just wanted to be known as a rap artist and wanted other rap artists to recognize me and be known for dope raps. But as at a certain point in my life, I felt like you know, God had a higher purpose for me and and the more I learned and more things I experienced, I felt it was important that I deliver that in my music, and, and I feel like Just Right was actually the first film that I got to be a part of, of a movie that has that type of message. Like, when, when, you, when you just um, were talking, young lady, it made me feel like, man, it's just powerful to be a part of something like this because this movie is gonna inspire young ladies and, 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 and men also to see a beauty in women that they usually may not look at. Hopefully a guy can say, man, you know, let me look for love in the right place instead of looking for it in, quote unquote, this type of package, you know? So for me to be a part of a, a film that has this type of substance is, man, this, this is what I live for, so I'm grateful. I feel like it was divine that I, this is my first leading role because I'm going out talking about the movie like, like it's my album, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We have another question all the way in the back. Hi, um, I was just wondering, um, you guys both being rappers and obviously both being actors, I was wondering how those two um, fields of, of artistry uh, complement each other or, or if they do complement each other. Well, well for me, I, th I think the, the, the ways that I see like being a hip hop artist and a rapper, you know, to help me, I think more than anything is help me to get over fear of, of crowds or being in front of people. Also, the, the whole improvisation thing is like, because I come from like just freestyling, like when I get in the scene, if somebody's throwing something at me, I can come, come with it, you know, too, and just keep going. And I think those are the, the best qualities I got from performing and just being a hip hop artist. And I don't, and I, I'm one of the, I'm a believer. I don't think that people say, oh man, rappers, you know, it's easy to make that transition from rapper to actor. I don't, I don't look at it like that. I mean, I think you have to have a certain gift to have a career as an actor. And it takes work. And you, you know, the experiences, I, you know, I look at what Latifah does. And as I watched her yesterday on the screen, I was like, man, this woman is doing so many different things and they're so natural. It's effortless. But she's put in work doing that. And I mean, I think either I read something or, seen, or you told me, I know you did a play when you was in high school or something, right? And so, you know. This, this ain't like, she didn't just jump up and just be like, even if the gift is there, it's something that you have to develop. So that whole myth of, of man, you're a rapper, so it's easy to be an actor. No, that's, that's not true. And when I think of the great people that made that transition, I think of, I think of Latifah, I think of Most Def, I think of Will Smith. And like, those are people that I'm like, damn, I, I see them acting, I'm like, damn, that was, that was cold right there. I want to be like that, you know? <laughs> that's it. Over here on your far left. Okay, well, first I'd like to say um, to Latifah, Dana, uh, your mom was my art teacher in high school. Nice. So I, I just got to say, well, one, thanks for always coming back to the high school and giving back, bringing all kinds of artists to the high school. You know, I appreciated that coming up. 
and it helped get me through a couple times. Um, I guess my next question was, uh, you know, you started off in music, both of you guys. What made you want to just kind of put the music down and just get into acting? You've done tons of movies, Tiff. I mean, you've done a couple common, but what really, what really made you want to just drop the mic and just like start acting? I never, I never dropped the mic. I never, I never, never gonna drop the mic. It's, I mean, I may transition into singing or other kinds of of music, but to me, music is the essence of 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 why I'm even here. If it wasn't for hip hop, I wouldn't. I doubt that I would have been able to break into the business. It's not easy to be to break into this business. You know, it's a one in a million shot. And um, if Spike Lee didn't want a female rapper to play that role in Jungle Fever, I wouldn't have had that job. You know, and that was the the very first opportunity I had. But for me, it's it's back to what Rashid said about. I mean, Common <laughs> said about. It's back to what Common said about. You know, um, making that transition, and you really have to, you know, dedicate yourself to mastering that craft. Even if you get a shot at it from whatever means that you got there, once you get it in that, and you really feel passionate about it, you have to do your homework. You really have to, you know, grow at it. You have to become stronger, and you have to become more knowledgeable, and you know, I remember when certain actors would really hated us coming in Hollywood and just taking these jobs because we came with this marquee value already that a lot of actors didn't have, and they were struggling or they were working even. But we started taking them, you know, getting a lot of the the jobs that they thought that they had, they wanted um, sole access to. But I think more what the issue was was that you want to see you you want to know that someone appreciates that opportunity, that they appreciate that job by making themselves better at what they do, you know? So I think, that, I think that people really get that now. Those rappers who have tried to make that transition into acting, they realize it's not just something that is gonna happen like that. I'd had a lot of help, a lot of people around me who taught me, you know, um, what to do and how, helped me to bring out my, my talents and abilities. So, I mean, I think that's kind of what it's about, but music is very close to my heart and it's, I take it with me into into my acting roles. Like I, I don't have to necessarily think of something sad to, to, if I have to do a scene where I have to cry, I can put on a record by the Clark Sisters and those harmonies will make me wanna cry. And I'll just think of that song in my mind and it just brings me right to that spot like that, you know? Um, so I think, I think for me they go hand in hand. They, they, they're not mutually exclusive. I'm wait, what's your name? I'm gonna tell my mother I saw you. My name's Aaron Brown. Aaron Brown, class of, I'm, I don't have to ask. Uh, let, me, let me not age you there. <laughs> but that's what's up. We have another question for you right here in the middle. Hi, um, you started fairly young, Queen Latifah, and I saw you in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which is a great show. And I also saw you in Hollywood singing jazz, and it was really good. But. Um, I was wondering when you guys, both of you can answer this question, but when you guys started, what would have been the one thing that you wish somebody would have told you coming into the industry? That's a good question. You see, we both sitting there thinking like, ooh. Um, I mean, I, the one thing I think that I wish somebody told me, and I, first I want to say, I live life at this point like, with no regrets, I'm grateful for each and everything I went through. Cause this, this the journey that's, that's actually creating the man and the character 
that's building the strength and everything. So, but if somebody was gonna tell me something, I, I would want them to tell me that just because you make a record don't doesn't mean you made it. Cause I when I first started in in the music industry, I was thinking like, man, you get a video and you on TV, you you getting paid and you making money and you got and things are gonna go like this. And it just was like, no, that's not how it happens. It takes a lot of work and effort and um I mean, I learned those lessons, and I was blessed to be able to learn those lessons on the underground so I didn't fall too much before I got to a higher level. So, I mean, that's one of the things I guess I wish I would have learned. I wish I someone would have told me I needed to sign my own checks at all times. <laughs> that's what I wish somebody would have told me. Because uh, finding out there's nothing in the bank is not cute, you know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's, that's what I, I would have definitely done. Well, all right. Thank you guys so much for coming. Or, we have, or we have one, one more. One okay, last one more. question okay. what we have time for right here. Um, Latifi, you've done so much in acting, producing, writing. Like, When can we see you direct and what would be your dream kind of movie to direct? A dream movie for me to direct would be something in science fiction. <laughs> I'm, I'm a sci-fi kid. I trek, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So... Um, it would be it would be something something with science probably science fiction or maybe um, a comic book or a graphic novel something something visually interesting um, probably I don't know where you, oh there you are yeah probably something really visually interesting that that shows I don't know I don't know what it would be it's so many different choices in that in that genre so something fun like that well, cool thank you guys so much for coming out and thank, thank you. you everyone thank, thank you. you thank you hope you all enjoy the movie. Guys, keep it going for Queen Latifah and Colin. We ask that you guys please remain seated for a moment as our guests do have to run off to another event. So just remain seated for a few minutes and then we'll help you get on out of here. But thank you very much. While I have you seated, don't forget, meet the filmmaker. We're going to be offering this event as a podcast online for free and apple.com forward slash Soho for all your event needs. Guys, thank you very much and have a wonderful evening.